Ath Geeks Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, and it's time for another episode of Weeb Wednesday, not on a Wednesday. See, so I pre-recorded this episode earlier. What happened was I hit record. I was going. I was speaking for like 15 minutes, and I guess my system glitched, and I look over, and it was no longer recording. So that's why y'all are getting this episode so late instead of getting it early and getting it the next day instead. And it's no longer kind of weed Wednesday. But anyways, make sure y'all like, subscribe, do what you got to do. Give us five stars. You know how to do. Um, today, we're going to just talk about five special anime. Uh, the first one we're going to start off with is Engage Kiss. So Engage Kiss, I wasn't able to go past two episodes. So there's six episodes out right now. My little brother um, told me that he watched I looked. I logged in my Crunchyroll, and I saw six episodes already watched. And I'm like, what's going on here? Why, why do I already have six episodes watched? And it turns out, homie was already watching it. He was already watching it and paying attention to it and everything like that. So I hit him up, and I was like, hey, I don't have time to watch this. What do you, what, what, what do you think? He's like, okay, it's pretty solid. It's pretty good, everything like that. And he said, I recommend somebody to watch it. So I watched the first two episodes because I didn't have time to watch everything else. Um and this one's pretty, you know, it's a bit confusing. It's extremely confusing, but it's still an okay show. It's an okay show, but hopefully they start explaining more. But it's, I was a bit confused. So they live in this city. You have the main character right there in the black hair. Um, You have his uh, succubus demon partner in the pink hair. And then you have his ex-girlfriend over there in the blue hair. So how this is working at the moment, you have the main character, Shu. So Shu is um he there there's these first of all let me go back there's these demons there's these demons that do attacks and everything and so the government wants to hide that don't want the public to go into an uproar getting a cry getting scared you know that can that uh, that can cause a lot of you know you know a lot of problems the public knows that demons are attacking doing things like that so there's there's multiple ranks with the demons and everything else. And so there's there's companies that the government hires to take care of these demons and then they cover it up afterwards. Um, the blue hair girl right there, that that's his ex-girlfriend and um, what's called Ayanu. That's his ex-girlfriend. Her her mom like owns a company and she's like a big baller and everything like that. And she works for one of the companies. She used to work with Ayanu, but things they things kind of went south um ayanu still has feelings for shu but shu kind of wants to do his own thing he left the company because he's like hey i want to only work jobs i want to work i don't want to work any other job i have to work every job your company gives me i'm working for your company your company is like hey shu go take care of this hey shu go take care of that he's like i don't want to do that i want to do what i want to do and work when i want and only accept jobs i want so he starts his own company and keep in mind, there's only probably like six or seven companies from what we, from what we saw in the episode and they were having a meeting. It was only about six or seven companies. And the problem with the, the, the reason he was able to start his own company is because he made a contract with a succubus demon that right there, the, uh, the pink hair girl right there, Kasara. Um, she's a, a ranked um, demon and she's a succubus. So she gets her power through kissing shoe hence the name engage kiss and when she does get that kiss she becomes super oc and super oh like overpowered and everything like that a lot of the other um uh what's called businesses and the other people that are there to hire don't like the fact that he has this and because for one you're not supposed to have demon because the demons are the enemy but he has a demon employed with him 
And two, she's A ranked and he's accepting like a lot of C rank, D rank jobs. And so they were like, you're kind of ruining everything because you're 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 ruining the market because you're just accepting these jobs and you should be accepting higher tier jobs, not these lower tier jobs, but you're taking these higher tier jobs because you're only doing what you want and doing as you please. Like we we could be using you somewhere else, but you're taking these jobs from us and everything like that. But because he only does jobs he wants, he's also very, 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 very broke. And he's very broke because uh, obviously he's not, he's not, he's only taking jobs he wants. He's not taking any and every job. So sometimes he'll go like three months without a job, which what we saw in the beginning. So you see he has his electricity, his water, all his utilities turned off, his phone turned off whenever he's having lunch with um uh, what's called Ayanu and he's not supposed to be having lunch with Ayanu because that's his ex-girlfriend obviously but they're having lunch talking and then she's like hey can I call you and then that's when he's like uh yeah my phone got turned off so Ayanu's like here let me pay for your phone bill give me that and she pays his phone bill he comes home and Kasara the succubus demon also paid for his what's called all his utilities and the reason she paid for it because she had because she had a savings account because she's passing off as a regular high school girl at the moment so she can live in the real world with him so she's living with Shu. they're living broke and they're eating bean sprouts all day every day because Shu is very bad with money and he doesn't take jobs and you're like why you kind of wonder sometimes you're like why would kasar like deal with her deal with him like she's like this this can't be an enjoyable situation eating bean sprouts all the time um you go up you're like hey there was like in episode two there's a scene where they're trying to they're trying to capture a demon and he doesn't have to buy a weapon but he's like i'm gonna buy this weapon she's like that's three thousand yen and he's like and but we need it for this mission and she's like no that's like all of our that's like the rest of our savings we're gonna be broke for the rest of the month because we're not gonna get paid to next month we already got our payment for this month and he's like eh f it he does his thing and it turns out he didn't need it and then she's upset he's like oh we gotta eat beans for us again so he makes a lot of like bad purchases and he lives day to day but it still has some comedy aspects it was pretty solid from the first two episodes so and my like i said my little brother gave it the sign off so i'm gonna give it a b just off that alone next we're gonna jump into lucifer and the biscuit hammer now this one i actually did watch all the way up i'm caught up right now i'm five on all five episodes this one was a bit confusing like i watched this one without reading the synopsis so when I'm watching it, you have like they like right there. Um, you have the main character Yui, and he wakes up one day. He has this talking lizard who's asking him for help. Blah blah blah. He's like, "No, I'm not doing it." At first, he thinks he's crazy, and then he's like, "Nope, not doing it, not doing it, not doing it." And then it turns out he's like a member of these beast knights and everything. He got these powers, and there's like these alien monster type things that are are trying to are attacking and trying to destroy the knights and then there's also a giant hammer in the sky that's coming towards earth that's trying to destroy earth um coming from some mages apparently so at first he doesn't care you he's like i don't care not my business not my business i don't care i don't care about this world anyway f it blah 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 because you go back and he has a traumatic past he has a traumatic past that's why he doesn't care about the world um in his traumatic past, you see both his mom and well, his dad disappeared. His dad got murdered because his dad was a detective. His dad got murdered after catching, um, you know, making a big catch. And then he got murdered doing his job. 
his mom was so devastated from his dad getting murdered she disappeared and she just disappeared into the abyss and then so he's just he got he got taken in by his grandma uh, grandpa and his grandpa was like super strict and his grandpa was dealing with trauma because of losing his son and um his daughter-in-law he was like he just locked um Yui up and did, wouldn't let him go out, wouldn't let him go interact with friends. He would chain him up anytime he tried to go make friends. He's like, don't make friends, don't make enemies. And you see a lot of trauma in this one because he's like, hey, I don't want you making friends because friends will betray you because his dad, because his, well, the main character's dad be, got betrayed. And he said, don't make enemies either because if you make enemies, people are going to come and try to kill you and take you away from me basically so he would he would always chain him up throw him in closets and everything else and he basically gave that man a lot of psychological trauma and then you see it throughout the first few episodes the mc anytime something happens and anytime say he might get close to something or he might think about one friends to think about anything like that he like feels like he's chained up and he can't move when you see like his inner struggles and his inner trauma so you have this orange hair girl, the, the main female, um, the female MC. She she is apparently the princess. She she's apparently the princess who is supposed to um, be above all the beast knights. So and it turns out she's his next door neighbor too. So he's getting attacked, and she saves him. And then she's like, yeah, she's like brute strength. She's strong and everything like that. She saves him, and then she's like, hey. I want you to join my beast nights. And at first he, he was still like, no, but after he saw, he's like, you know what? Maybe this will give me purpose. And if I'm chained down to her, I, if I submit to her and say, Hey, I'm going to give my everything to you from now on. And I quote unquote, get chained down to her. Maybe that's going to erase my old train chains that are holding me down my psychological trauma. And he says that, 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 that was the reason he went there. And went with her and signed and was like, Yeah, I'll I'll serve you as your beast knight. But then he started saying he was still struggling with it. He was still having issues. He was still like going through his trauma. His trauma hadn't gone away. And then even so, so you see that he still has his his, his trauma. But then I didn't notice until I watched this one. It didn't make sense with the Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. They all all the other beast knights think she's like some savior. She's like this angel princess. It turns out she wants the reason she's trying to save the world from getting destroyed by the hammer is because she wants to destroy it by her, her own self. She wants to destroy the world and then rebuild it on her own. Like she's like, this is my world. I want it. This is mine. I'm gonna destroy it and I'm gonna rebuild it myself. And it's like, whoa. So the whole Lucifer thing makes sense because like there's the other, they meet another knight um so far, and he's a hero, and then she's like. He's like, yeah, he's trying to make, yeah, be good. We got to destroy evil. And then he was, the main character was thinking, he's like, I wonder if he knows um, our princess's real goal. Like if he really knows anything about her. And then he says to her, he's like, he, he talks to the princess when the other dude's not around. He's like, I don't think you should mention your goal to anybody else because they think you're a good person. And she's like, I don't care about anybody. I'll destroy him. Even though she's not stronger than that hero. Well, brute strength wise, she's stronger, but she doesn't know how to use her strength. She just goes and she just attacks, attacks, attacks. And she doesn't know how to use her strength. She doesn't have actual fighting techniques like the person that she's, the other hero that they have the other night. And the other night is trained and he's like, he knows like a bunch of different martial martial arts. So he's like, I don't care about your brute strength. I can beat you because you don't know how to fight. And he's slowly training her. But it's crazy to think of like if these people uh, this other night and these other nights that they're gonna soon meet, 
knew her true like plan, all of them will be trying to destroy her. Well, not only would they be trying to destroy, they'd be trying to kill her and then um kill the evil mage and then just save the earth altogether. But she's just like, nah, I'm nobody else can say destroy the earth because I'm gonna destroy the earth. And that's the only reason she's like trying to save the earth. But she's also supposed to be a good guy, but she's not. So this was very interesting. Um, it was very confusing in the beginning. I was very, very lost. And then, like I said, I it explained more once I uh, read the synopsis. A lot of other things started making sense. But when I was just watching, I watched this one on my plane ride um, whenever I was from in D.C. last weekend. I watched this anime on my plane ride. And I was like, oh, my God, this is confusing. But I couldn't turn this one off because it, it caught me. I was intrigued. I was like, well, how is this going to plan out? How is this going to pan out? I was, I was intrigued. So because I was intrigued, I'll give this one a B as well because this one was pretty solid. Um, next, let me go over here. Uh, if it's going to let me, my mouse wants to act brand new. There we go. Next, we have the Prince of Tennis under 17 World Cup. Now, I was wrong about this because I thought this one was supposed to be the prior because if you remember uh, from season one to season two, we they were supposed to have that tournament, everything like that. Excuse me. Um, they were supposed to have everything like that. However, uh, I don't think the anime showed it yet. Yeah, the anime didn't show everything, so I was like, oh, this must be that when they're talking about the World Cup. But if you watch the OVAs and that little other that little mini series, this is after that. After he gets kicked out of the camp, he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go." And his brother is like, "Hey, just join me with the USA." So they're actually here with the USA camp, and I really enjoyed Prince of Tennis the first and second season. This one, I'm not gonna lie, it's taking some getting used to because um the first episode was solid, the second episode was solid, the the third and fourth. And it was kind of weird. And the fifth is kind of getting back to the normal tennis. Because the third and fourth kind of got weird and kind of got away from the main tennis. And we haven't seen Ejin um, play tennis in a while because the Team USA hasn't been up yet. We've been watching his old friends at the Team Japan play. And he wants to play against them. And we've seen them play in the under-17 World Cup, obviously, playing against other countries like Australia and every other country. And it's like, okay, this is interesting. But seeing the other countries, yes, that's cool. But they're focusing so much on the side character, which is cool and I enjoy. But like the whole, you know, they're kind of going overboard with the like extra tennis stuff, like with the special moves in tennis, to where it's getting like, eh, this is a little, this is a little extra. Like this is y'all are y'all are y'all are stretching a little bit. Y'all are y'all are reaching. When I mean, y'all don't have to, y'all can stick to what y'all have been doing. But y'all, it looks like they. But I can't fault them for trying something new. Um, this was kind of a short review because this is a repeat series. Y'all, if you've watched Prince of Tennis before. Um, you're gonna love this. You're still gonna love it because it's still good. It's just I think it's a step back from the original one, season one, and then the season prior to this. I think it's a step back a little, but I would still give it a B minus uh for a grade because I'm still enjoying it. We're only five or six episodes in. Um, so we don't know how they're gonna go, how the rest of this um under 17 cup gonna go. 
So I want to hold off my rating for the most part till we see more of that. Like I said, because we still haven't even seen Asian. We haven't seen them play yet. We haven't we haven't seen them play. So I'm gonna give this a B minus. Definitely check this out if you watched the first two seasons. If you haven't watched it before, still check it out because season one was amazing. Think Kirko no basket except for with tennis. That's the best way I can explain it. Kirko no basket with the special ability, special powers, getting the zone, everything except for with tennis, and it's very enjoyable. Next is my personal favorite of the day, and that is Parallel World Pharmacy. You see, they got it. Community got it as a 7.9. They are right. They are correct. Y'all know I love me a good slice of life. I love me a good fantasy East guy. Um, This one's amazing. I'm not even going to lie. This is so wholesome. It's so good. It's so amazing. So you have this pharmacist, he he dies in his sleep. So he 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 became a pharmacist in the, in his uh, previous life because he his he couldn't save his sister. His sister was when him and his sister were young, his sister died because they couldn't find the right medicine. So his sister got sick, they couldn't find the right medicine. So he became a doctor and he became studying medicine all over. He was he worked he was working in a pharmacy. He was always studying. He was a genius. He was doing everything else, but he never gave himself a break. Eventually, he got burnt out and died. So he 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 died from overworking himself, trying to do everything. He doesn't want anybody else to have to struggle through and go through what he had to go through with losing his sister. So he was working himself to death. He literally worked himself to death. So he gets reincarnated in what's called the East Sky World. And it's not like there's there's only it's not like he's like, oh, yeah, I'm working on a farm. So this is a regular East Sky world like they still have adventures. They still have fighting. They still have magic and powers and everything like that. Except he's just born into a family, a royal family that studies medicine. And he's like, OK, but since he's like in a medieval Europe style thing, like they said right there, they're kind of they're really behind on magic. And so. He he starts using his abilities, his OC abilities. You know, when you get East Guy, you're gonna be overpowered when you come in. He starts using his OC abilities to um start helping people. At first, he's like, okay, I'm studying magic, I'm doing everything. But then he's also super overpowered with like powers too. Like he was trying to make a water spear, and his teacher, his old teacher, was is um showing him, and he was like, it was crazy. He was super overpowered. So if he wanted to fight, he could fight. He's strong. He's he could, but he wants to study medicine. He's like, no, I'm a pharmacist. I want to study medicine, and that's what he wants to do. His dad is like a real well-renowned um, farm pharmacist as well. Um, so he ends up doing everything else. The queen's about to die. He, he ends up saving the queen, opening up his own pharmacy, and it's a struggle at first because he's a rich boy, and they're like man he's like i don't want right now in this world for the most part only the rich get medicine and the rich get taken care of and treated because money's power and since they're so behind on medicine they don't know enough about medicine to you know waste their resources on common folk and so he's like i want to make it to where it's i can help commoners at a cheap price because y'all are actually wasting materials the way y'all are doing right now i can make medicine my way I can make it cheap for the farm for the um commoners and then everybody's happy. But obviously he opens up his store, he's getting other businesses and other pharmacies beefing with him. He's also having stuff like the commoners are kind of like caught up going like, yeah, we don't want to want to go there because one, they struggle reading, they their 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 education level is low, so they don't really understand different types of medicines. Also, they don't 
they they're scared of the prices. They but they don't they 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 shy away before they even go. But they're obviously going to because they're used to not being able to have medicine. So somebody opens up a shop in their area, they're like, oh, this is for like when royals, you know, when rich people come through this area. But they're like, no, he's like, no, I want y'all to come. But like, eh, the prices are probably going to be really high because he's a royal, so cheap to him is not cheap to us. So he has little problems here and there. But it's definitely a wholesome anime, really good. It's a seven point nine for a reason. If you, if you just like really good slice, if you if you are a slice of life fan, you will love this anime. Um, I give it a B plus. I want to give it an A, but um, I feel like I feel like it's hard to give it. A, I my opinion is an A, but for most people, I'd say it'd be a B plus because I have a personal bias. So I think a B plus was a is a nice place to have it because if you're not into slice of life, then you're probably not going to enjoy this one. But it's a B plus all in all. Um, next is Vermel and Gold. So, whew, this is another this is another heavy, heavy, heavy etched out one. If it if Harem for a Dungeon didn't drop this season, this would easily be the darn near hentai uh one of the season. But it's still got a good role because people are, you know, people of culture, so they like what they like. So you have, and I don't like how it has the hap the hapless student right there, because um it says the whose academic performance leaves much to be desired, because that's not that's not that's not true. That's that's that that's not um what's it called true. This synopsis. I'm just reading this synopsis. Wow, they are really they, they this synopsis is wrong. I literally just watched this before I started recording. I watched the first uh four episodes before I started recording. This they said like that his academic performance leaves much to be desired. This man was like a straight A student. They're like you're great. He like he's an excellent student. Like they literally started off talking about. Like he's an excellent student, he just can't do summons, so he can't advance to the second year. He's a first year student, he can't advance to the second year because that's the graduation requirement is to do a summon. Think like Naruto, like you had to do the the um clone jutsu to move to the next route. So this dude was a genius. He he excelled in everything else. He knew advanced magic, intermediate magic. He was a smart, good kid. He just couldn't do summons. And then he's like panicking because they were like, teacher, like, hey, I can't pass you. The last chance you get tomorrow, if you can't pass tomorrow, then everybody else is advancing and you have to repeat a grade. And he's like, no, I don't want to repeat a grade, everything like that. So he's panicking. He's scared. So he goes into the library, tries to study, try to figure out why he can't do it. While he's in the library, he finds a book. And this is why you should be listening. To, this makes me be like, yeah, y'all should be listening to reviewers even if you don't like me my voice listen to some other reviewer than always reading the synopsis because sometimes the synopsis beyond this synopsis is wrong this synopsis is wrong and they're like taking a sensible reproach um uh, salvaging his grades in time for graduation like this 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 is wrong this is literally wrong because if you watch the first episode he literally is like i need to find he's like desperate to try to find he finds a book like he's walking around and a book falls down on his own, you know, the whole anime trope, like a book father, he picks up, he's like, oh, it's a summoning thing, and he's thinking he's trying to make a summon to, he's like, this is a book to train you how to do summon, so he's like, oh, I want to learn how to do this, and I really need to, and I'm desperate, so I'll try anything, so he picks up this book, it says, this is how you make summons, he draws the circle, the magic circle, 
and he makes the summon. He doesn't change. He doesn't make the summon. While he's making the summon, it turns out he was really summoning a succubus. And when he made that succubus, he's like, whoa, what's going on here? Why is there a woman here? Why is there a human woman here? And why are you naked? Like, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, did you summon me? And he's like, uh, yeah, but I was trying to make a summon. And he's like lost and confused, too. And she's like, well, I'll do I'll grant you anyway. Like, what do you want? I'll do anything for you. Cause you know the whole succubus thing, like they'll they'll do something for you, but in in return they'll drain your life force, which you know you know how they do that. So and he was like, "Well, can I? Will you be my familiar?" And she was like, "What? Uh, wow, that's that's new. Like usually people want other X, Y, and Z, and doing you know you know you know what they want." And he's like, "And he's like, I just need a familiar." And she's like, "Yeah, I'll be your familiar." And then so she so she does the contract with him, becomes his familiar, and she's like super strong. And then he goes into class the next day. He's like, I, "This is my familiar," and she's just like, "No, it's not. You can't just bring some random girl in." I know you're desperate. And you really want to move to the next class. But you can't just bring some random girl in and pass her off as a familiar. And the rest of his class are like, "What are you doing?" And then she's the the succubus is like, "Hey, look right here," and she shows him the summon what's called a uh, crest on her chest. And he, the professor like, Oh, you really are a summon. She's like, he's like, I've never seen a human summon nowhere in the history of magic. Has there ever been a human summon? So how does this work and everything? So he, be, he, he's allowed to move on to the next grade. He's, he has his summon. He's going off and he's obviously overpowered. There's other people that are supposed to be like super strong and bullies and he fights them and beats them. But he was already strong like don't get it twisted like um like he got in a fight with a bully and he used like some magic and they're like he got in a fight with a fifth year and he's uh first year going into his second year now and like this fifth year is about to fight and he uses uh a intermediate like crystal ice magic type and the succubus is surprised she's like oh that's pretty advanced magic I'm she's like you you're really talented actually because I'm surprised you can use that type of magic and so he is talented I don't know what they're trying to pass on like he's not he's not talented he wasn't just trying to salvage his grades and trying not to take the um what's called sensible approach he was just desperate he was like I'll just do anything I'm trying to he was looking at books to try to make summons he didn't know it was a succubus and he was already talented everybody had already said like his teacher says I know you're talented and you excel and you're acing every other class but if you can't pass this, even with your good grades, I can't pass you. Like I can't put you over next year. So again, this just triggered me that this was wrong like this. Um, but yeah, so he does everything like that. He can use advanced magic, but there's a lot of scenes where she makes a lot of like advances towards him. She, she does a lot of scenes where obviously this is shown that this is, there's no, there's, there's no uncensored version. Everything's censored. Um, she's, she's, she's nude a lot in this show. She's nude a lot in this show. The, the succubus is obviously she's making a lot of sexual jokes. It's always, it's implied a lot of times that she's rubbed on his private parts or doing everything like that, or trying to get him to do things like that. And he's like, no, 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 no. And she's like, well, I need to do something so that you, so I can replenish my magic power and to give you magic power. Once my magic power is replenished, they need to have that. It's kind of like engaged kiss where they do something like that. Cause he hasn't cut. So for the most part, she usually kisses, he kisses her, but then she starts obviously making advances, like do something else, like, you know, other things. And I'll let your imagination run and I'll let you check it out for yourself. 
but then he she's like implying to do other things do other things he's like and eh, not really and i don't know how this is gonna go but this is an extremely etchy one it's, it's very very etchy so if you're trying to watch this one um as you see it's on um h dive if you so if you if you don't have h dive i'm sure you can find somewhere else to watch it but i watched it on h dive and it's like i said it's censored and it's just she's just gonna make a lot of advances towards him that's just is what it is but it's not like to where they actually show things it's not to the point of harem and labyrinth or um anything like that it's more like if anything it's like a little lower than world's harem because in world's harem I, if i remember correctly they don't actually show anything like you'll see the duo but it's censored like that and they don't actually show anything actually happened if i remember correctly from world's harem so imagine stuff like that but if you can get past that um it's a bit it's a it's a okay anime it's probably, probably like a c plus b minus tier um it's pretty solid uh it has all the etchy stuff so obviously you know those shows get a boost and that's why it has the rating that it does a 7.79 if you tell if you're watching solely off plot the plot's kind of like and eh, it's not that it's not that good you have a main character like i said you have the main character he 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 makes his contract with succubus he becomes overpowered he does everything else you have the that pink hair girl right there she has a crush on him and has feelings for him she's jealous of the succubus getting to be with him she doesn't like the succubus being his familiar you have the blonde hair right there she's a student council president she's super overpowered and she's mean in the beginning but she starts coming around after she loses in a fight to him which she shouldn't because she's like the strongest in this school and she's like as a dragon as her familiar so dragons are like the strongest and she ends up losing to him later on, but you have everything like that. So um, it's, it's it, it basically falls into the basic, you know, fantasy um, shonen type trope, except for just very etchy in this one. It's extremely etchy, but it's still pretty solid. I think it's still it's still pretty good. It's still a pretty solid show outside of the etchy stuff. Like I said, I'm not a big etchy guy, so to me, it's kind of like. Here and there, I'm like, okay, those are cool, but to me, it's like not a make or break deal. I know a lot of people, it's a make or break deal. But anyways, it's been another episode of the Athletes Podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women, but most importantly, remember to respect yourself. Cause simping ain't pimping, and we out. Yeah.